This podcast replay is brought to you by RedRecover.com. From NFL stars like Hayden Hurst to daily warriors like yourself, their wraps and pads are designed to deliver maximum benefits with each treatment anywhere you go. Alrighty, alrighty, there we go. How you doing, my man, Mr. Sports Illustrated, sir? How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, you got to change that intro now. I, just I know. Up. That's not- no, I know. I know. I- we got to. We got to update the intro now, and uh, as uh, as he's uh, in his new place, how's it going the first week there? It's good. It's good. It's been fun. Um, it's been uh, it's it's been it's been a challenge in the sense that it's it's just different, which is cool. I was at the same place for eight years, so um, you know it's always all these new different you know processes and stuff. But it's been great. I uh, published my first piece yesterday. There's a few more coming this week, so. Hopefully people read it and uh, hopefully people keep uh, clicking and checking it out. Is it is there a uh, a spot that they could go to to bookmark or something like that? Your articles and things like that. Yeah, so there's um there's just a, an author page. If you if you Google Mad Verderam and Sports Illustrated, um, there's a page right there that you can go to and you'll see all the articles that I that I write uh, throughout uh, the course of time. There you go, folks. So if you uh, want to follow him there at Sports Illustrated now, you can uh, check out all of his work. Uh, so did the uh, Jets convince Aaron Rodgers? Did they Were they all having this conversation in a dark room is the question. That, is, that actually is a great question. Like, did they do this with any lights on or was it just was it just people screaming across the room and hoping that everyone is still there? Aaron, uh, you still there? Aaron, you there? We can't see you. Look, I will say this right up front. Anybody who says they know how this is going to play out is a liar because it's Aaron Rodgers, it's the Jets, anything is possible. This could happen tonight. This could happen in a month. This could never happen. I mean, it it just, who knows? I'm actually in the middle of writing a story right now where I'm talking to different sources who have been in personnel departments or are in personnel departments. And I've, I've asked them, look, like, what what would you trade for him? And so uh, that'll that'll be out later this week. I think it'll surprise some people. Um, but if you're the Jets, like obviously he's a much better quarterback than you've had since Joe Namath. But he's going to be 40, and he's really expensive. And he's also kind of a headache. Like, at what point? Do you say to the Packers, we're not going to go further than X trade package? And I I think that's going to be really interesting because the Packers right now, I think people are acting like they have all this leverage. Who else is going to trade for Aaron Rodgers? Like, where else is he going? So if you're the Jets, like, how much are you giving up knowing that there's really nowhere else? At least it's obvious at this point. Listen, both trades, Lamar Jackson, you got to give him a fully guaranteed contract, which is what he wants, right? Apparently, that's what he wants. And you're going to have to give Baltimore two first-round picks, and you've got to be willing to change your entire offense for him. Plus, he's been injury-prone the last two years because he's a running quarterback who's going to take punishment that's not going to change. He's all of a sudden not going to become a pocket passer like Tom Brady and get rid of it in 2.6 seconds every down. That's not going to happen. Aaron Rodgers, like you just said, he 
He's approaching 40. He's a pain in the ass. You don't even know if he's really going to be with you for a year or two. Even if he makes a two-year commitment, you don't even know if he changes his mind after one year. He's a total flake. And his numbers are declining now a little bit. So none of these trades are slam dunks. You know what I'm saying? No. And, and, and to me, that that's where, you know, when people start talking about this and then, you know, oh, it's a conspiracy with Lamar and, couple teams are dropping out. No, dude, they're dropping out. It's not because they're conspiring, saying, yeah, none of us are going to. Bullshit, dude. If these owners have a player they think they that, that can help them win, brother, they're going to sign them. They don't care. Yeah, they not- don't care at all about that. They're not, they're not all going to get together and go against one player for some purpose. Or, bullshit, dude. They, they signed Deshaun Watson. And why? Because Cleveland is stupid and desperate, and they thought that they could win with Deshaun Watson. That's it. That's it. So if somebody is desperate, they will sign Lamar Jackson. Teams that are stepping out, it's because it's really not that easy of a trade as people make it out to be. Really. I I agree with you. I I think the collusion stuff is so overblown, in in my opinion, in, in this regard. Like you just said, if there was some team out there that thought he was the missing piece, they would tell every other owner to go scratch, and they would just do it. You think Jerry Jones would sit there and go, yeah, you know, well, you know, we all agreed around a table. <laughs> Come on. This is the National Football League, okay? These guys, they are, for the lack They're of ruthless. Better, They're ruthless. Ruthless. Yeah, they want to win, period. Now, was it bizarre that – all these teams yesterday in the span of about an hour were like, we're out, we're out, we're out. Yeah, yes, but I would point to a different part of this. Some of that can also be a negotiating ploy where you're just telling everybody you're not involved, you're not involved, you're not involved, and you're trying to drive a price down a little bit. I, I do think at some point he will talk to some of these teams. Now, maybe there's no offer. Maybe it just becomes, what do you want? Okay, we're not willing to go that far. Okay, fine. I do think some of these teams will talk to him. Because if you're Atlanta, you're going to tell me you're good with Desmond Ritter? Like you're just good, that's it? I mean, that's a building you need to be able to sell tickets in. That said, talking to him and giving up 230, 250 guaranteed, and two first-round picks, that's different. That's a lot. I don't care who you are. It's a lot. Now, maybe some team will eventually do it, but you're asking for a fortune and you're giving up multiple picks. There are real hurdles. That those those hurdles exist. Hey, can I have a little fun with it? <laughs> Go Matt, it. maybe all these teams came out because they don't have an agent to contact to tell them no. So they had to say in public, "Yo, Lamar, we're not interested, bro. So don't bother calling us. We're, we're you know, you don't have an agent, so we we can. This is the only way we can talk to you. So hey, we're we're out, you know. So." This is kind of the knock of not having an agent, too, at the same time, because those teams don't even know who to call or what the hell are they dealing with? Are they picking up the phone and it's mom? And now they've got to tell mom how much they 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 think their their her son has holes in his game. Well, and that's a that's that's got to be an uncomfortable. Situation. I know that the NFLPA apparently is helping. I don't know how they're helping. I'm not exactly sure. Sh- that's a story you should write about. Yeah, well, believe me, I got plenty on the list. I, I think 
Eric, that, how how is the NFLPA helping him specifically? What are they? Who is in the NFLPA helping represent him or guide him or something? Well, I'd love to know because this is this is the other asinine thing this kid has done, bro. Because you and I know we've been at this a long time. Two years ago, okay or three years ago, right after that MVP season, a year later, right. that agent would have had, on that third year of his deal, that agent would have had his new deal done. Done. Well, History. It, Over. It matters that he doesn't have an agent because Derek DaCosta flat out said that in, at the combine when we were all talking to him. He said, look, it makes it more uncomfortable. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but he said basically it makes it more uncomfortable because you can't say things to a player that you would say to an agent. And it's true. I mean, it's obvious. You know, of course, it's obvious. It's true. I mean, I, I think if you are Lamar Jackson, and let's say you get a month, maybe six weeks down the road here, and nobody's making you an offer anywhere near what you want, it's time to go to the Ravens and say, you know what? Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. You were right. I couldn't get the money anywhere. Let's move forward. Because if that deal doesn't come, if none of these teams are willing to give you what you'd like, what what is your alternative? To play out on the tag? That That's dumb. Just sign the contract that Baltimore has been trying to get you to sign. Now, if you can get the contract elsewhere, God bless. Take the money and run. But if you can't do that by, let's say, the draft, then it's time. Then it's time to sit down with Eric DaCosta and say, all right, Let's work out a deal that's good for both of us. I think I, kind of, I kind of feel like he has the blinders on. You know that? I think he has the blinders on. I think he's in his own echo chamber with his mom and his family. No, no, you, you deserve, you know, guarantees. And I think he's kind of living in his world. And I'm afraid that that's the case. And I don't think that he's in the reality that some of these teams might be looking if, at. We'll see. I, if I, I just don't know who's going to be crazy enough to make the move that he wants them to make. Two first-rounders and a fully guaranteed contract. I, I just, you know. I know there are people that would say, well, he could play it out and he'd go to free agency. And if he gets free agency, maybe he gets contract. I mean, maybe. But let's be real with this. Like, you're losing money every year that you're him and you're sitting here without a long-term contract. You're losing money and you're risking a fortune. Right. And like, what happens if this year he plays on the tag and he's hurt again, or they don't want a playoff game. It's not helping. Like right. if I'm him and he doesn't get an offer, I would go to the table with Baltimore, but will he, I don't know. That's the question. That's a question. And by the way, this year hurt his value. Yeah. This year, again. By, by playing this final season on this deal, it hurt your value because you didn't put up the numbers. You didn't win the games. And then you ended up injured on top of all of that. And so it really ends up making you look bad. A lot of drives ended with field goals because you could not get them into the, into the end zone. All these kind of things ended up hurting you because you kind of gambled on yourself. And by the way, by being on the tag this year, Baltimore has very little wiggle room to improve the team. And so that's not helping either. Like, 
And I know there are other guys who run these big number deals, but yeah, those guys have that long-term security. So at least they have that. At least they have this, this huge amount of money. Like Lamar doesn't have long-term security and he doesn't have a team that can get better around them because he's got the worst of both worlds. Like now, now great. He's getting 32.4 million. I mean, no, nobody's crying over that, but for him, as weird as that sounds, you should get more than that. You should be getting paid right. more than 30. I mean, Daniel Jones has got 40 million a year. Yep. Okay. Like, Lamar Jackson is not getting the money he should be getting. And if he doesn't get an offer, fully guaranteed, by May 1, if I'm him, I'm trying to get a deal done as soon as possible. Get a locked in. I, I think a holdout's coming. I think he's not going to sign. He's not going to sign the uh, the tender. And so he'll be able to hold out. And uh, And I think he's dead set on you know, on who he is and what he deserves and that he deserves more than Deshaun Watson. And and I, I think he's using that as a crutch. And the rest of the league is trying, not just the Ravens, but the rest of the league is basically telling you, hey, yo, dude, that was dumbass Cleveland. The rest of us are not doing that stupidity. You know, that kind of that, that kind of shit is going on. Plus, you know, it, it's I love when people use the Daniel Jones thing. Well, Daniel Jones got 40 million a year. Why isn't Lamar? Well, the Giants were in a desperate situation. Yeah. So they they had they wanted to keep both Saquon and him. But the only way they could do it is to agree to a contract with, with Daniel, which by the way, I think it's a bad contract. I'm not a Daniel Jones guy. I think he's mediocre to average at best. But Brian Dable thinks, you know, he can make them more. And at the same time, it allowed them to keep Saquon and keep him off the market. And that's why they did it, because they were in a unique situation that they had to figure out a way, a desperate way. But again, desperate teams do stupid things. And that's kind of what the Giants did, just like the Raiders a few years back with John Gruden did a really stupid contract. You know, these things happen, man. Teams make stupid deals. You know, the Dolphins years ago, they signed Indomitian Sioux to a Back then, it's like the kind of contract that you give uh, the dude from the Rams. What's his name? Uh, Aaron Donald. And, you know, you made it sound like Sue was Aaron Donald type or Warren Sapp type, that he was going to change your entire defense when he wasn't that kind of defensive tackle in the first place. But the stupid contract that you, you know, use to you think it's going to game change your entire franchise. I actually Stupid teams do desperate things. And that's what the Giants yeah, did. It's funny. I actually, um, I have a piece coming out tomorrow on SI about desperate general managers and how free agency is like the biggest trap in the world. And one of the teams I use as an example with the 2013 Dolphins with Donnell LRB and Mike Wallace. Yeah, there you go. Fortune. It did not work out. Um, oh. But, you know, but honestly, God, I, I ripped them when they signed Mike Wallace. Like, that guy was never a number one in any time zone. In he ran any straight year. down the field really fast. That's it. Yeah, was He's it. a number three, bro. That's it. A yeah. number three. He's he's basically what, like, Marcus Valdez-Scantling is now. Just like, right. hey, man, you can go down the field, which is fine. But, like, that's not – yeah, you're not paying that guy a fortune. Um, It's just – look, I would tell everybody on here, because the next time I, I'm on the show – we're going to be like approaching the new league year. It's going to be like hours away, but we've already had the crux of free agency because of the tampering period. I'm assuming a lot of people here are Dolphins fans. I'm sure others as well. But if your team doesn't sign 
a ton of guys. If your team isn't the winner of free agency, you're probably in good shape. The teams that go out and spend $400 million in the first two hours of free agency, it's not good. It's typically no. not a good thing. That means your roster stinks, you haven't drafted well, and your GM knows he's about to get fired. That's what that means. Like, not, show me the team that's drafted well the last five years. It's like, you know what? Spend it all on free agency. Not doing that. You're not doing that. Maybe you get a, one guy. You're not going out and signing four or five guys. If you're doing that, it's because your roster stinks. Uh, um, there's no doubt. Uh, by the way, uh, what's going to happen with uh, your Chiefs? Are, are they going to give Jones that deal? I think they – in fact, I know they would like to extend Chris Jones. Um, the question is going to be how much is it for. You know, my thought would be he's clearly going to have to be paid right behind Donald as that second guy at that position. Isn't, isn't that what the report is, that he wants money yeah. right under Donald? Is yes. that what it is, right? Yeah. And I've, I've done some work on this. I, I My feeling going into it was like 25 a year seems pretty fair, considering that he's going to be, you know, in his, in his 30s here soon. He's 29 next season. But I think the number's got to be higher. I think the number's got to be higher than that. So do you get to $28 million a year? I think that might be around the ballpark. Um, maybe around 70 guaranteed. I think that's that's probably what you're looking at. I do believe they will get it done. Now, will it be done next week or will it be done in July? I, you know, It depends on different timetables, but I think that's real. Um, look, they cut Frank Clark. They did not tag Orlando Brown, which shocked a lot of people. But from my understanding, while they would actually like him back, they just weren't going to go above a certain amount of money. They weren't going to do it. And so I think they're looking at it, and there's a lot of tackles in this class, and that that might be a way they go. Maybe they go stopgap. But one thing about Brett Veach, and we saw with Tyreek Hill, they have a number, and they're not going over it for anybody outside of Patrick Mahomes. So, Man. you know, that that's what they believe. And it's, it's worth I know, but that dude is, that dude's a difference maker, bro. Like, hey, he's not bad. Holy shit, bro. Like that guy, he 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 just he can wreck your entire offensive day. You know, that's yes. that's what that kind of dude is. I mean, that is one impactful mofo. I, I don't know how you replace him. I don't oh, I, I don't think they know either. Look, they they've paid two guys under Brett Veach, two guys into their 30s, Patrick Mahomes and Travis hmm. Kelsey. Chris okay. Jones is going to be the third guy. Because yeah. what Those all three have in common? They're all going to Canton one day. Yeah, they're That's all it. centerpieces. Yeah. That's yeah. It. I mean, as great as Tyree Kill is, and he is, Tyree Kill, I think, also might join them in Canton. Okay. They always felt like offensively, you have Mahomes and you have Andy Reid. And so you're always going to be able to piecemeal and you still had Kelsey. Don't get me wrong, they wanted Tyree Kill. But when it got to a certain number, I think they felt like they couldn't do it because they had to pay other guys. There, Chris Jones is different than all those guys because on defense, there's no Mahomes helping him. Like, well, he is their Mahomes on defense. So yes. I do expect that they will absolutely pay him. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's one that they definitely – All right, so are you finally believing that the Dolphins are staying with Tua? Because, you know <laughs> – Yeah. 
I, I'm not. I've not been somebody who's denied that. Yes, I. I do. I. I think if you're the Dolphins, it's just about his health. Like he showed last year, he can play. I. It just can he stay healthy? That they should spend the entire offseason looking for anything that they possibly can to help him stay healthy. Different helmets. That's what they're doing. That's, that's what it. they're doing. Yeah. Right. That's and, that's, and that's all they should be doing. That's yeah. it. And, and what they are looking for is a backup quarterback. Which they should be one that probably. one that is probably uh, they're probably looking for somebody with more experience than Skyler because yes. they probably don't want to put the youngster in that position because he's probably not ready yet. He yeah. showed something, but he's still a developmental guy. That's the quarterback that they're looking for. They're not they they have never been looking for anybody <laughs> to unseat to uh, or to replace him or to move on from him. But I'm sure. They are looking for an Andy Dalton or a Gardner Minshew or, Sam you know, Dalton. someone of that ilk to be the backup quarterback just to kind of keep things afloat because the kid has had an injury history. That's it. Yeah. That's what they're looking for. I think Miami, and I agree with you. I, I think, look, if you're the Dolphins, like Sam Darnold makes sense. I'll give you a guy who I, I don't love in Miami because if you ask to play, I think you can win games with him. It's Taylor Heineke. Yeah, I like him too. Like Heineke's the kind of guy. I, 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 I like uh, Minshew, Dalton, or Heineke. Get me okay. any of those three, and I think they're perfect backups. I agree. Because, first of all, all of them have the temperament to do it, which is important. Right. Like, people people all the time will look at quarterbacks and go, I want the best guy in the market as my backup. No, you don't. You don't. Because, like, if you bring in Baker Mayfield to be your backup quarterback, you think Baker Mayfield's just going to be happy to sit there and hold the clipboard? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna open his mouth at one point. What's yeah. the start? He wants to play, and it also becomes hard. Like, if and, and that's not a knock on him, but it's just reality. Like he's he's a guy who still thinks he can play as a starter. Darnold, we might be getting past that point. We are past that point with Dalton, and I think Heineke's willing to accept the fact that he's a marginal starter. And Minshew too. I think Minshew can can handle the backup spot too with no problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think yeah, absolutely. He's done it. So you can do those things with those guys. Whereas if you bring in a guy like who's a, who's a starter, it, it, it gets weird. It gets weird. Like those guys don't want to be there in that capacity. And that makes it much more difficult. Yep. I'm with you there. All right. Uh, what are you working on in Sports Illustrated? So uh, folks can uh, check you out. Yeah. got <clears throat> my. In, in fact, free agency grades just went up like an hour ago. And if free agency hasn't even started yet, but we started grading some of these contract extensions as well. Um, also have a piece coming tomorrow on what we talked about with free agency and how teams are way too desperate. And so I laid out a whole bunch of examples there. And I think it's coming out Friday, my piece on Aaron Rodgers, talking to people in the league. If you were Joe Douglas, what would you offer the Packers? And I think some of the answers are going to surprise people. Follow him on Twitter at Matt Verderam and catch his work now at Sports Illustrated, baby. Matt, as always, appreciate you immensely, man. We'll talk down the line, my friend. Sounds good. Take care. Thank you, sir. There you go. The great Matt Verderam. We step out of the huddle. 
This has been The Huddle with NFL reporter Matt Verderam. RedRecover.com helps pros and everyday warriors heal on the go with their medical-grade, highly specialized devices designed for each area of the body. Go to RedRecover.com to learn more about red light with videos, blog posts, and over 40 years of medical research to treat pain, inflammation, and overall well-being. All right, all right, all right. Uh, what have we got here? Would you trade our second-round pick this year for Derrick Henry? No, I would not um, because Derrick Henry is going to want a large contract, and he's at 29 years old. You do not give a, a running back a large contract, so no. And you're not trading a second-round pick to rent him for a year. So no, no, no. And did I say no? Okay. Um, I guess I'll go back to the Warriors when she says, I guess the reports are wrong, all wrong, right? That it wasn't the Warriors who shot Cyrus, right? And I think it was maybe January 17th, a day or two after the playoff game against the Bills, I came out here on the show before anyone in the media, anyone, locally, nationally, anyone. And I told you, and you can go back and check it out. There's a plan. They're moving forward with Tua. Tua will be your quarterback in 2023. We told you before anyone okay and then after that the stupid reports started coming in from all kinds of directions okay that oh they might be interested in tom brady well tom brady is retiring they might be interested in jimmy garoppolo they might be interested in aaron Rodgers. they're gonna trade for lamar jackson and i kept telling everyone that there will be no trade for Lamar Jackson. There will be no trade for Aaron Rodgers. They're not bringing in Garoppolo. They're not making a move for Derek Carr. None of that was going to happen. I kept telling you, I was told they're moving forward to a, and there's a plan in place. Fresh as the season ended. So any of those reports, like, obviously, anybody that told you he was staying, well, they're way behind we were, okay? Way behind our report. And anybody that was either suggesting stupid suggestions, dumbass columns that say, oh, well, maybe you should be thinking about Lamar Jackson, you know, shit like Greg Cody was writing, which is complete crap or stuff that I see on Yard Barker or whatever. In fact, today, um, there was a article, and um, what was it? Uh, was it Yard Barker or Fansider or whatever? No, I think it was Yard Barker. And the idiot that was writing it ended with suggestions that Miami should make the move for Lamar Jackson. And so whether they were suggestions or ridiculous reports. I got nothing personal against Josina Anderson. Um, she does a fine job, all of that. But her, you know, tool reporting was complete 
horse shit. She had no sources. Her sources around the league were full of shit. I said it then. I'll continue to say it now. And I've said it already for almost two months now, okay, that all of those people talking about Tua are full of shit. I told you that they were moving on with Tua from the get-go. There was going to be no trade. There was never thinking about any trade with any team, no discussion about any free agent, none of that. I told you that they'll be looking for a backup quarterback. That's been our conversation here. This is why I don't get into stupid-ass hypotheticals. Great example, Saquon Barkley. A whole bunch of you wanted me to get into Saquon Barkley talk. And what did I say? Like I say about all free agents. Let's wait till we find out who's getting tagged, who's being released. Remember that? As I say all the time, who got tagged yesterday? Saquon Barkley. Not that the Dolphins were ever going to sign Saquon Barkley if he ever hit the open market. Okay? The, the, the track record is there. They don't give running backs big-time big deals. They don't even draft running backs high. That's all been set. But this is why I didn't entertain a lot of free agent talk, because I don't know who really is a free agent. And then we spend half a show talking about Saquon Barkley or weeks talking about Saquon Barkley. And I've learned my lesson from the Willie Williams days and all the other things that I've done in radio in the past that we wasted our time talking about something that didn't freaking matter in the first place. And Saquon Barkley would have been a waste of time. Just like a lot of free agents, a waste of time. And anybody that talked about Tua wasted your time and their time. Talking about him getting traded, him getting cut, them moving on from Tua. Every single analyst that thought they were moving on from Tua doesn't know jack shit about the Miami Dolphins and has no insight. Any writer that told you they were trying to move on from Tua has no insight whatsoever on the Miami Dolphins. Anybody tells you that the Miami Dolphins were talking to this team or that team about a trade has no insight on the Miami Dolphins whatsoever. All they're doing is trying to get clicks. All they're trying to do is get views. So if it's a YouTuber out there making shit up, they have to make shit up because that's all they are. Okay? They're frauds. They're little fans with their little channel. And they think they know something and they know nothing and they have no insight whatsoever. But there's enough stupid people that will follow them and believe that shit and fall right into the abyss. That's the beauty of this country. There's enough stupid people to follow people that have no insight, no intelligence whatsoever, but they'll just throw crap out there and they hope it sticks. And that's what's gone on the last two months with Tuatunga Bailoa. Okay, everybody coming up with articles on how to replace him. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Anybody that was reported that he was getting traded, cut, moved on, whatever, or they were trying to trade for somebody else, you have no insight on the team. But you go ahead. You keep subscribing. 
you keep reading and you keep watching those people who have no insight on the Miami Dolphins. You go ahead. Because that's exactly what they need is for you to keep feeding the FUD. Okay. It's amazing. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Some in here want the Finns to get every name. Well, that's that's Dolphin fans, and that and by the way, that happens in most fan bases. They go ask their you know media people, writers, insiders. Hey, can we go sign this guy? Do we want that? You know, that's how Joe Fan is like that. Joe Fan doesn't really have a sense of reality. So they don't really understand, uh, in average, the the cap or, or 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 cap space from one year to another, and all those kind of things. So they just think that they can sign anybody and everybody. But I just want to reiterate that now that it's you know this shit is constantly going on, you know we have a lot of people that were wrong about Tua, wrong about his future, wrong about that the Dolphins are talking to this team or that team. Dolphins aren't talking to anybody, and we told you, fresh as the season ended, that that wasn't going to happen, that they were moving on with Tua. Tua's their guy, and I told you the key words. There's a plan in place. And those same words were repeated by the people that run the organization publicly. We have a plan in place, and you can you can go back there. You can You can check my quote. And then you can hear it from them after I said it. No one else said it. No one else reported that they're moving on with Tua and there's a plan. Nobody reported that. Only we did on this platform. Okay? So the Dolphin Nation around the world that listens to this platform actually gets real insight on the Miami Dolphins. Okay. So now you know. And nothing against Josina, but now you know she has no insight whatsoever on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, oh, speaking of speculative rumors, I heard that Yoko Ono's voice is being used by a pest control upstart company to rid homes of rats and other pests. Your thoughts? I need it here. Let's go. Be good. Any rats or stuff shows up. You know, I live way out west, close to the Everglades. So I could use a, a Yoko Ono screech machine. Uh, let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. They will believe anything just like the Trumpers. Yeah, basically. I mean, there's enough stupid people out there. Right. Trump feeds off stupid people. That's the beauty of it. You know, people get suckered easy. What do we got in the market, by the way? I know it's been kind of Bitcoin's at twenty three thousand, twenty two thousand. I'm sorry. Holding kind of strong, I would say. Dow is down 64 points. The S&P's up 7. And the NASDAQ is barely up one-fifth of a point. 
So there you go. We need a, 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 a an absolute explosion from the S&P, which I don't know if it's going to happen after the feds and everything else we're talking about. By the way, that guy that took uh, uh, Powell to, to task yesterday. So basically, you you want a lot of people to lose their jobs. Well, no, we don't. But yeah, we do. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that screwed up? I mean, it's the worst, bro. The way we fix our economy is by lots of you losing your jobs. Like, really? Is that what we're doing here? We have to lose our jobs in order for the economy and the inflation to come down? I mean, it's just, it's so twisted. It's as twisted as it gets. It really is. Uh, Tua has the tacky injury since high school. Uh, the only real injury Tua has had since uh, entering the league was the ribs last year. The fingers uh, never limited him as a player. No knees, no ankles. GP Trap says, Big O, you have the Dolphins' insight guru for over 30 years. When will people learn? I appreciate you, GP Trap. Thank you for reminding people I'm old as hell and been insightful on the Dolphins for a really long and old time. <laughs> Thank you, GP Trap. No, I really appreciate it. Brett Dodger says, even bed bugs stand no chance versus Yoko Ono's voice. They bug out immediately. Just like a MIG on Maverick. Bugging out. In fact, uh, Tua outside the ribs hasn't had an injury where he should have been uh, sat. That's what Flores did two years ago. Yeah, he only would he only really would have missed one game with that with those rib injuries. Yep. No doubt. Uh let's see. Uh, no, the team extending the number one passer in the NFL is great for the team. What's bad for you is the press little explosion you're gonna have when they pay him. <laughs> Uh, for all the for all the TD followers in the back, make sure you're listening. I don't know what that means. TD followers in the back, make sure you're listening. I don't know what that means. But I, I guess you guys have some private conversations and all that stuff. Um, I don't know what that is. Big O, what, what is the media's infatuation with the Dolphins? Am I crazy for saying we are good on offense other than the O-line? We are a few pieces away on defense. Uh, no, not at, uh, Jacob. You and I are in the same spot, dude. You know what? I? It's what I keep telling our Dolphin Nation. F everybody already with all the negativity. This was a really good season that went by and it was ruined only because of a bunch of bad luck and a bunch of injuries. OK, this is a really good football team. I'm with you. They tweak that offensive line. They find themselves something up the middle, like, you know, a middle linebacker. And, and now that you got Fangio, you're going to need an, another elite cover safety because of the way he runs his defense. And I love Brandon Jones, but I can't call him elite at coverage. So that's why I want a Poyer now. You got to have an elite safety back there. You know, you need two of them because he needs that flexibility in his defense. And because that's a requirement, like like anything, man, you change from one offense to another, one defense to another, it's going to have different kinds of requirements. 
I'm with you, dude. I, I keep telling our Dolphin Nation, don't listen to the FUD. Don't listen to these idiots that have no insight on our Dolphins. They don't really follow the team. And they're just looking for some storyline to get clicks, to get views, to get their name out. Because, oh, let me, let me report that the Dolphins are still looking, you know, possibly to replace Tua. That'll get my name out. Bullshit stuff. Okay? We do our show and we just talk about our teams and the state and their the state that they're in and we realistically look at all of this and we and we also have some information on the inside okay this team is not far at all this is the closest they've ever been dude since way back in the shula days i'm tired of listening to you all out there that are so worried about the outside people. And, and I'm telling you, tune their asses out. They don't know anything. If they're telling you that the Dolphins are talking with Dallas or Seattle or I don't care, dude. Would name the team Washington, the Jets or whatever for a trade. They're full of shit. They're not trying to trade to uh, they're not trying to move anything. If they told you that they're talking with Lamar, full of shit. They're not doing that. If they told you they're trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers, they're full of shit. They don't know what they're talking about. Okay? None of them knew anything that's going on inside that building. They don't talk to anybody there. They don't know anybody there. They're lying. And they all got caught in their lies. And then again, here's the other part that we also have a problem with. And this happens with the media. And I get into it even with Poopart at times. Well, no, they were talking with Watson and they were talking. No, Chris Greer wasn't talking with them. Chris Greer is your GM, but he's black. So you name the black GM, but you're going to step all over his ass when you want to. And that's what the owner's going to do. So the two idiot owners. And it didn't matter if Chris was in place. Wasn't a Jeff Ireland in place when he went to go get Harbaugh, right? Or Tannenbaum or whatever the hell it was. And they went to go get Harbaugh. That's the owner. And in this case here, the last couple of years, I can tell you for a fact, the guys that run the front office, Reggie McKenzie, Marvin Allen, and Chris Greer, they didn't want Tom Brady, and they didn't want Deshaun Watson. That was a power struggle inside that building that came from the head coach and from the owner or owners when we're talking about Brady because Bruce Beal was the idiot with that connection. Why do you think now Bruce Beal is not taking over anymore? Because Stephen Ross and him must have had a fallout. Like, you asshole. You cost us a first and a third by doing this. So there's a lack of knowledge of what's actually going on with the Dolphins. So we have a lot of people that are throwing a lot of shit out there, and they're wrong. Okay? Chris Greer and the front office never wanted Watson and never wanted Brady, but they have no control over a coach that is going roughshod through the building 
Oh, my God, where did you hear that before? Oh, yeah, that's right, right here on the platform. That's right, because on this platform, we told the entire world before anybody knew that there was shit going on in that building, we told you that Brian Flores was going roughshod in the building. Did we not? If you follow the if you follow the platform every day, two years ago, we told you, uh-oh, and I would tell the insiders, hey, guys, go investigate. The head coach is running roughshod through that building, and he's the one that wanted Watson, and he's the one that was effing with the owner constantly about wanting Watson, and he's the one that wanted Jordan Love and not Tua. Oh, by the way, I think somebody else on this platform told you before anybody in the entire earth that Brian Flores did not want Tua. Hmm. Wow. I don't know. We seem to break way more dolphin stories than anybody else on the planet. But you go ahead and listen to idiots telling you, oh, they're talking with the Ravens. Oh, and they're trying to ship Tua to Seattle, or they're trying to ship Tua to wherever. Pick your team. So they can make room, pick up a first rounder here, trade this guy over there for a second, and then give it to Baltimore. All these crazy trades. You keep listening to those idiots that have zero insight on the team. Okay? That's what you want. During the draft this year, we had Channing Tindall drafted like seven, eight minutes before the Dolphins picked. Four minutes before anybody else broke the story. And four minutes in the NFL draft is an eternity. Justina Anderson have that? Any dolphin uh, websites out there have it? No. Stop listening to these people that don't know shit about our team. And they don't follow the Dolphins. And they don't care about the Dolphins. That's all. All they care about is creating controversy and stirring it up and getting you riled up. If I get you riled up, it's because we need to get riled up. Because something's going on. But I'm not going to do it just to do it for the hell of it. I had to do it a lot the last 20 years because things were really bad. Things are really good. Don't get don't get clouded by what happened last year. Last year was a shit ton of bad luck. That's all it was. This team was way better than than what their record says. They almost beat the goddamn Bills all beaten up with their third string quarterback. Kiss my ass, dude. This is a really good football team. You just added one of the best defensive coordinators. As I've told you the last couple of weeks, I'm super freaking pumped about the 23 season. So why are you going to allow these idiots out there that just want to create controversy? They just want to create FUD because they need the views desperately, you know, and, and, and listen, you guys go and subscribe and you follow and you view and you watch uh, and you listen, whatever platform and we're talking about radio tv youtube whatever you're the ones feeding this bullshit our number three of the big o radio show moves on